y'all. Welcome back to the Get Fit Podcast. So I am so freaking pumped about this guest because she and I connected through the wonderful world of Instagram and it was such a connection that we just had to have. So we were both doing this manifestation challenge together. We were in a three-day kind of pop-up workshop and she actually commented on one of my Instagram posts and I was just like, oh, this is so nice. So I go and I'm like stalking her page and I'm just saving posts, saving posts, saving posts. And I was like, okay, I need to get this girl on the podcast. Like I need to do it. And I go all the way back up to the top and I'm like, message. She had already messaged me, you guys. I was like, (laughs) yes, this is happening. This is supposed to happen because I have been wanting to get another manifestation coach, somebody who does mindset on here because I am a total geek when it comes to manifestation, vision boards everywhere, affirmations all day, every day. And having someone else who understands that is amazing. So this is Humana of CEO. She is the creator of Glowtistica and she heads up the Glow Getter Academy, which we are going to talk about later. So lovely. I think I did butcher your name. I tried it. I tried to say it a couple times. No, guys. no, no. You, you, got it. you got it perfectly fine. So I am just so excited for y'all to hear her story. So if you just want to give me the good stuff, tell me all of the things. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for having me. I am super excited to be here. I was listening to your podcast this morning and I absolutely love the guests that you, that you have and I love what you stand for. And yes, it was crazy how I guess the universe brought us together and I was looking at your stuff and I was like oh my god I love her her vibe and her approach and I like sent you a message right away and then you messaged me and it happened to be that you were also like my follower like 2222 it was just like too many coincidences and craziness at the same time so it was definitely meant to be so thank you thank you again for having me here and to tell you a little bit about myself so I am actually from Colombia I've been in Canada 14 years now and I came as a refugee. So my story wasn't always the prettiest and the happiest one. I grew up with divorced parents and in Colombia, um, they can come after your family. Like if your family is successful or they have, they have money, they come basically after you and kidnap uh, your family members or you uh, for money, for rent. So that happened to my family quite a few times. And uh, the last one was my grandmother and she was actually murdered. So that's when my mom said, you know what, I've had enough. I am going to leave Colombia. And she started applying for refugee status in different places and we got accepted here in Canada. And it was just, I was 17 at at the time. It was like shocking, but I don't know, I was like confused at the same time. And like my friends were going to university But then I was in this period of my life where I had like no idea what I was going to do because I couldn't go to university like my friends. And I was like up in limbo waiting to see where I was going to move to. And then finally, we decided that it was Canada. So the whole process took about a year. So I basically didn't go to university for for a whole year while my friends were going to school. And then we moved to Canada uh, with absolutely nothing, no money, no family, no connections. Uh, It was just my mom, my sister and I and two suitcases. And we came as refugees. And it was absolutely painful. But at the same time, I realized that a new life was beginning. And I'm never going to forget that somebody once said to me, life begins at the end of your comfort zone. And it was so true because it was so uncomfortable. It was such an uncomfortable moment. Like I didn't speak the language. 
you know, the culture was a shock. The weather, it was killing me. Like it was cold and winter and all of the things that I did not like, but also at the same time, I said, okay, Jimena, you can either focus on all of the bad things and be miserable, or you can use this as an opportunity to grow. And that's when I started to completely shift my mindset and started to get into personal development uh, and all of that. So yeah, I I started to do a lot of uh, mindset work without even knowing that it was kind of like a thing but I was I was reading a lot of personal development books and about manifestation and the law of attraction and all of that and I started to really get into it but then at the same time um you know I was working and hustling and everything else and I always struggle with my weight I'm sure some women who are probably listening can relate so I was my worst critic, I was always fat, um, even though I'm not, but that's how uh, I used to refer to myself, that I was fat, I always had to lose weight, I had to diet for life, blah, blah, blah. So that was my narrative and what I was telling myself constantly. So I was always following some sort of a diet. And then uh, I decided to go to school for nutrition because I'm like, okay, if once I have all of this information and I become a nutritionist, then I can lose the weight for good and, you know, I'm going to be good. And then when I started going to nutrition school and I had more information, I realized that I knew more, but at the same time, I was like so disconnected from my body because I didn't even know what to eat, but I so desperately wanted to lose weight. So I thought about going back to Colombia to get a surgery, a liposuction, because it is very affordable there and everybody pretty much gets one. So I'm like, let me just save up some money and then I'm going to go back to Colombia and get a liposuction. And then this whole weight loss drama ends right here and then that's what I thought so anyhow um I met a personal trainer around the, around the same time and she was telling me well instead of getting a liposuction why don't you start eating healthier and train and then set a goal to compete in a bikini competition a bodybuilding competition and I'm like no way I just want to like get this surgery done I don't have money for it blah 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 but then I was like okay you know what let's give let's give it a chance Worst case, if I don't if I don't like it or whatever the case might be, I can still go back and get the surgery done. So that's what I did. Uh, I started training super hard for a ho- for a whole year in the hopes that you know once. I had lost all of the weight. I was going to be, I was going to feel happy in my body and fulfilled and all of these things that we think are going to happen when we lose weight, right? Like your confidence is going to increase and all of these things. And then the day of the, uh, of the competition came and I was so exhausted. I was like dehydrated. Uh, I was sore, like all the things that you can imagine. I was far away from happy. And that's the moment when I realized, okay, I've wor- I worked so hard. For a whole year, I spent so much money training and eating healthy. I sacrificed so many memories. Even my my uh, engagement cake, I didn't even eat it because I was like so obsessed with food. And at this point, I had already finished nutrition school. I was a nutritionist. And like I said, I, I had so, so much information, but I didn't even know what to eat because I was terrified of gaining weight. So anyhow, I finished the competition. And then I said, okay, Jimena, something needs to change. Like you cannot continue to live your life like this. And that's when I started to really look 
into my into my mindset, my relationship with food, uh, and I started to basically change my whole life. Uh, I hired uh, a coach, I went to therapy, and then I started to discover that I had so many beliefs, like limiting beliefs and things underneath that I was trying to cover up with diets and my obsession for weight loss. Because I, I always thought that, you know, this is what's going to bring me happiness and fulfillment. But I was so empty inside. And I, when I was working with clients, I realized that it wasn't just me. This was happening to other people as well. And everybody thought that it was like, you know, weight loss, weight loss was the answer, but it wasn't actually the thing that they thought it was. So that's the moment that I said, okay, it's time to go back to school and study uh, to become uh, a mindset coach. So I studied uh, NLP, which is neurolinguistic programming. I got certified as a life coach, a hypnosis. So I have, I'm, I'm a hypnotherapist as well. And I just slowly started to shift my business focus to mindset and now manifestation because I believe that is the core of everything every true lasting change start with a strong mindset so yeah long answer for your question so i need to pick my jaw up off the floor for the amount of things that you have survived through and i i think i can speak for a bunch of people right now that nobody thinks that given that situation, you have any kind of limiting beliefs to the amazing impact that you can have to survive all of that and to be where you are right now. I would, I, I knew none of that. I am mind blown right now. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, okay. I'm like processing. I like took a bunch of notes as we were going through this as I'm just like, okay, I got to process through how this incredible woman is here and she's doing all of this. And absolutely mindset has so much to do with it when I think, because I was in kind of like an is disordered eating uh, with anorexia bulimia for years and years and years of my life because I, I thought that I had to be so perfectly skinny and fit this perfect idea and then I would be happy because you know we're always going to be happy with the number on the scale it's a lie yeah. the scale could say yeah. anything the scale could say the goal number that you have been trying to get and it will not do anything so shifting my mindset to pull back some of that obsessiveness and be like you know it's I can eat food i can i can get through the day like i can be happy and it doesn't have to have anything to do with what i ate that day because for years i had no concept that, that you could be like happy if you ate like a regular amount of calories you had to come under calories i was only happy if i was under everything i was having for that day because i thought mm -hmm. that would be that would make it better if you're like, yeah. And it was such a control thing for so long for me. I was like, if I am in control, then I'm happy and I can decide what to do with my life. And it was just the negative pattern of trying, of not thinking that I would be able to accomplish a goal and then not accomplishing it and then cycling through because they were unrealistic and just terrible for me. So that mindset shift that I had to learn to be okay with my body, to be okay eating with friends, like, yeah, it's like not having like your engagement cake. I, I didn't go to birthday parties. I didn't have yeah. birthdays. I didn't celebrate anything because I was so scared of eating around people, but I would binge 
later alone. I could not go to an event where there would be food that someone might want me to eat because I wouldn't be able to do it. It was all consuming. It's so true. And it's, and it's sad. But again, in that moment, you think that this is only happening to you. Meanwhile, it's happening to so many other people. That's why I love that now, you know, we have podcasts like yours and so much information and so many accounts, like just talking about this, that, hey, this is not normal and it's not okay. Like you shouldn't be so obsessed with everything you eat and with your weight. Yeah, I had no idea, really. Like I knew that I had a problem with food in life, but I wasn't talking to anybody about it. Nobody else. Mm -hmm. I thought I was absolutely crazy. Like I was this crazy girl and I just kept it all inside. I did not share how I felt about food with anyone because I was like, they're going to think that I'm crazy. And now as I'm an adult, I found out people that I did go to high school with, that I was, I grew up with. They also struggled with this on and off. And we kind of had similar journeys but none of us were talking about it because you weren't supposed to talk about things like that. You were just expected to be very, very thin because the fashion trend when I grew up, I'm like in my 30s. So in the 90s, early 2000s, you you wanted to be like a size double zero and it did not matter how you got there. Mm-hmm. And just no one talked about what it took to get there. Because for the average person, yeah. without like celebrities and models, they have a team of people who are feeding them the proper things that they, a lot of them need, but a lot of them had eating disorders, but they were like a team making sure that they could look that way. When you're just on your own, the only thing you think you could do is just starve or be so incredibly restrictive and obsessed about food because you think that's how you're going to get to where you're trying to go. Yeah, totally. And and it, and it's funny because we have this definition of health. We associate health with uh, with the way we look, right? And when I was before I competed, and I, I used to look at these bikini competitors, I'm like, oh my god, they're so healthy, they're so fit. But as I was going through it, it is so restrictive, and it is not healthy at all. Like even for your mental health is not healthy, you end up somehow obsessing about food. I mean, I'm not going to say that it happens to everyone, but now there are more and more competitors who like share their story and, and share how unhealthy they were because whether you are sacrificing your mental health or your emotional health like any any type of health and even like on your physical health is super hard like you have to train sometimes two hours a day like six days a week and it's not it's not healthy so we also have this misconception that health equals skinny and is not true at all and there's so much research and and things that that support now that you know like the the health at every size movement and all of these movements that show more and more that you don't need to be skinny to be healthy yeah speaking on that like in the early days of instagram instagram became my main platform of choice because there were so many people doing fitness and in my regular life like no one else was going to the gym like i was going to the gym because i wanted to control my weight but i also got really into weightlifting i never competed because that was just a too there was too much but in those days no one was like talking about the 
what actually went into prep. They were just posting like their bikini pictures and competing. And so for a very long time, I had no idea that they just leaned down for a show and I didn't look like that all the time because they only post pictures of themselves competing. So in my head, I was like, I am training all the time, all the time. Why don't I have like 12 pack abs 24 seven, like all these other people do. And I was like, oh, they got super lean for a show. It is a sport. You, you dial yourself in perfectly for this sport, but it's not maintainable. And now that I, and now that I know that, and I like, I know people who have competed, they're like, yeah, no, we like dial it in for like, what, four weeks a year, maybe you do a couple shows, but that you don't look like that all year. But you take enough pictures that you that people think you do. And I was like, you don't look like that all day, every day. It, it blew my mind. But I love now that like all kinds of competitors are like, this is what goes into it. And it kind of sucks to do this, but you know, you're doing it for a day and then you're going to go and you're going to stop being in that deficit and you're going to reverse diet. And it's, it's a sport and it is is. with a goal. It's not, you can have that kind of healthy lifestyle where you are consistent like that, but like maintaining that show leanness, what 2% body fat, that's not realistic for probably 99% of people in the world. And I didn't know that for a very long time. I thought it was something that was wrong with me. Yeah, I know. I, I feel the exact same way. And even competing is definitely not for everyone. And I love what you said. It is a sport and you need to have, just like with any sport, you need to have a very tough mindset. Otherwise, you end up like like I was, like obsessed with every single bite of food. And like I felt like super empty inside because, again, I wasn't even losing that much weight. And oh my god like a week prior to the competition they even like restrict your water so you're kind of like dehydrated and your muscles are just like show even more definition and then there's the whole tan and just like by applying the tan like your muscles look super defined plus you're dehydrated there's like so much that goes on behind the scenes that nobody really talks about that much and that uh you know like like it's totally just an instagram reel for sure that's crazy so I love that we talked that much about confidence. I didn't know we were going to get to talk about weight stuff. One of my first episodes on here was an episode where we talked about how a smaller body size is not going to make you happy. And really ever since that episode, I've done so much of that kind of mindset work because I've always had so many weight issues. And I finally got myself this dope trainer and she's helping me like hit all these weight, like physical weight goals. I mean, body weight lifting wow weight lifting and i am marathon training so like i am probably i guess i wanted my heavier weight but my body composition has been so changed since i got this coach in the last four months like we have dialed it in and i really haven't felt better so it's very important that if you i think that if you want to embark on any kind of physical improvement journey that you have somebody who knows what they're doing because i was trying to do it for so long by myself and I just kept getting so far and then falling backwards and then getting discouraged like so getting somebody who knows what the heck they're doing and checks in with you weekly as support I think that has changed immensely how I even like just feel about my body because I'm like oh I got this plan and I got these goals and it has nothing to do with me losing weight yeah that is so true 
Hey y'all, this episode is sponsored by me. So imagine with me for a moment what it would feel like to wake up and see your bank account with your dream number. Imagine the weight of debt being lifted off your shoulders. Imagine if you could actually enjoy money instead of it running your life. Having paid off all $48,000 of my debt in the last 19 months, I know it's freaking possible. I know how to help you wake up feeling free, and as such, I am currently accepting applications for the waitlist to my new one-on-one money mastery coaching program. Learn how to manage your money, budget, save, pay off debt, plan for your future, all while smashing the lies that you have been led to believe about money. You deserve to have the money of your dreams, and it all starts with the basics. Apply for coaching using the link in my show notes. Payment plans of all types are available. I know firsthand the abundance that can come from implementing my money blueprint into your life. I cannot wait to hear from you. So, since I brought you on here for some manifestation, some mindsetness, I would love to hear, since it seems like you're definitely working with ladies on this mindset component, you're probably helping them show up as their highest selves in their mind, in their lives. What is, for you, what does that mean for someone to show up as their highest self? For people who don't understand that they have themselves and then their higher self, the person they can be. Can you kind of speak on that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so when I, when, when I talk about um, our highest self is this version of ourselves that we haven't reached yet, or maybe we have for a short period of time. So for example, Beyonce actually has this higher version of herself that is called Sasha Fierce. And every time she's going to step on stage and and perform, she taps into that energy of Sasha Fierce, which is this fearless, super confident, badass woman who is going to kill her performance. And when when we talk about uh, tapping into the energy of your higher self, is that I want, like what I do with my, with, with the woman in, in the Glow Daddy Academy is that I help them create this image. Uh, because the reality is that the best version of yourself needs to be created. It's not something that we're born with, and it's something that happens daily as you continue to become a better and a better person. And that version of your highest self is going to change as you continue to elevate. So for example, um, you know, if it's, if it's these like badass, super confident woman who knows she doesn't need to, to be a size zero to feel confident and she shows up super confident, she speaks up uh, in a meeting, is not afraid of asking for what she needs for or setting boundaries or things like that. So it's most likely the opposite of what you're currently, of of what you currently fear or your limiting beliefs. So your highest self is this version of yourself that you have within you that is the opposite of all the things that are holding you back and keeping you playing small. I love that we used a Beyonce reference. That makes me so happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I definitely feel like sometimes my higher self is who has to show up to this podcast because in my day-to-day regular life, I am so introverted. I am so low-key. I have 
almost zero outside my house human interaction anymore because people stress me out so hardcore. So when I'm like getting hyped <laughs> up for this, like before this, I was reading a book on my phone and I was just like, I'm chill, I'm chill, I'm good. And I was like, okay, we're gonna do a podcast. So we're gonna get hyped up because this is gonna be awesome because whatever message this guest has for my audience is what I wanna get to them. And the best way I'm gonna get to them is if I bring this energy, because then you're gonna bring the energy and it's just gonna be a vibing awesome thing because I want everyone who hears this to know how excited we are for this content to be bringing this to them because this podcast is like my baby and I get to share people's stories and if you're taking the time to share your story and impact I gotta give you that and so my highest self is always like we hype it up we happy we gonna dance we like try to not rock this table because it makes noise but like <laughs> and I kind of do that I anytime. love that and it's like, I have to do that anytime that I am basically speaking in any capacity to like other people. If I'm going to do a live, sometimes I have to do push-ups beforehand, before I record this podcast, before I even do stories. Sometimes I'm like, I gotta get hyped. Otherwise, I'm just kind of, I'm like worse than my cats who are all sleeping, who are all of my cats are sleeping. I would basically be all of my sleeping cats right now. If I was just like, oh yep, just basic baseline, Cassie, it's just, it's too chill to handle it. And so stepping into your higher self <laughs> is so fun because you get to step up your game, but you don't always have to be that. Yes. Because it is exhausting. It is, 100%, yes. That's that's kind of like your secret weapon for when you're, again, you need like, you said it perfectly, like before recording a podcast, because before you jump on a sales call, before you go on a super important meeting, or even just, um, you know, just when, you, when you're procrastinating and you're like, oh, I, I know I, I really need to do this, but I'm super lazy, so I'll do it later, I'll do it tomorrow. And it's a good tool to also end procrastination because you're like, okay, how do I, actually want to feel and how do I want to show up do I want to show up as this like person who is constantly procrastinating or do I want to be this person who is like a badass and she has her goals super clear a clear vision knows where she's going all of that so it, it does help with with a few things for sure 100%. So is that one of the things that you teach in your Glow Getter Academy? So I know that by the time people hear this episode, uh, her current round will be closed, but she does do rounds often. So tell us all about what that is, what they get, what you do, because, you know, I always need to know about new fun academy programs too. Yeah, absolutely. So the Glowgetter Academy is my exclusive uh, membership. And I say exclusive because it it honestly like I pour my heart and 100% all of my energy into it. And it is a monthly membership. It's 39 US. So I wanted to make it super affordable. And it includes monthly modules. So every month, there, there's a new module with a different theme. So for example, we cover things like limiting beliefs, how your subconscious mind works, how to reprogram your subconscious mind. Currently this month is a money mindset. So we work on removing any money blocks that you that you grew up with and that are currently holding you back. Basically the goal of every module is to help you release what's holding you back. So, you know, it might be again like money blocks or it might be like something like procrastination or imposter syndrome or things like that. So that's why 
what's in the modules and, and the modules have a video and worksheets for you to work through it. And then at the end of the month, we have a monthly coaching call that is one hour. We all come together. It's a beautiful community. Uh, I also, the reason why I closed the academy and I only open it at certain times is because I like to keep the community small and um, there's around 20 members right now. They're all like beautiful ladies, uh, most of them entrepreneurs, but believe it or not, the high achievers and the entrepreneurs are the ones who, uh, who get in their way the most because they are maybe like trying to get it all perfect or they, um, you know, they, they struggle with imposter syndrome or like so many things that nobody really talks about. We basically talk in the academy and every Friday, actually, we, we share our wins and our struggles uh, because I'm a huge believer that we learn from this from struggles the most uh yeah it's good to celebrate the wins but you know when you're struggling and all of a sudden somebody says hey you know what i'm also struggling with that and this is what i'm doing and this is what's working for me that's what's gonna help you grow it's not just celebrating the wins but it's like knowing that yes you might be struggling but you're not alone there's someone else most likely within the academy who is struggling with the exact same thing and we just help each other and and it's such a high vibe community uh, that i'm just like super proud of i i've only had it for four months. I actually started it after COVID, <laughs> believe it or not, when everybody was telling me, are you crazy? Like people are losing their job. How are you gonna like launch a product in the middle of a pandemic? And I just had this feeling that, you know, now is the time I shifted my business focus to mindset. And, you know, even if I get one member, member I'm good with it. And now Looking back, like four months later, I have yeah, approximately 20 members. I think it's 20. That's time I count. <laughs> 20 members and we're all super close and it's such a such a fun environment. Um, yeah, that's that's something that I'm actually very proud of. <laughs> I'm so proud of that. Absolutely. Starting COVID. COVID changed the game for mm -hmm. every single entrepreneur, small business owner. Basically every single person in my life in some form was impacted by COVID. And it has honestly been incredible to watch so many people shift, pivot, take on new things, market new skills. Everything that I have done, I started during quarantine. Like I... Mm -hmm got laid off for my hotel job in March and I mm -hmm. launched this podcast. I created a course. I got coaching certifications. I launched a coaching program. All, oh of my it, God. all of it in COVID, all of these things were ideas that had just been like ping-ponging around in my head as things that I wanted to do. And then just, just like that, I hit a wall of, I have so much time. What am I going to have to show for this? Am I just going to hang out in my house and binge a bunch of Netflix? Or am I going to have something to show for this? Am I going to be able to help people? Because my coaching is about wealth coaching and money management and getting debt free. And I was like, People need to know how to budget, save money, and get out of debt, especially in the middle of a freaking pandemic. A hundred percent, yes. Mm -hmm. Because if you can survive the pandemic and if you can get a grip on your finances when you don't have hardly any money, you will have such a better grasp of managing your money later. And I've discovered that nobody ever taught them proper money management, how to handle your debt, and just all these like things that 
I wasn't taught either that I learned by falling on my face the last two years, hardcore, just all these little things put into one and a lot of like my coaching, like everything is payment planned out. I do not want money to be why someone can't manage their money. Like I'm not, I'm here to make enough money, but I'm here to make sure that other people can change their lives and manage their money the way that I am now. That's- Love that. I love that. Oh yeah, that's that's actually like your Instagram bio because I think you have, like, you know, got myself out of debt yep. in like this many months. And I was like, oh my God, that is so powerful. I love that. And it's a lot of, and it was all just a lot of like little choices for a bigger goal like my husband and I we we sacrificed a ton of doing things but now we're like we're both 30 and debt free so it's like everything from here on out is just is a whole world that I didn't truly ever imagine for myself I always imagined being in some kind of debt I always just anticipated that hovering over me because it is for millions and millions of people around the world and I'm just mm-hmm. like oh it's just so normal you know, people have debt. Yeah. And now we're like weird. Like people made fun of us this whole time. People were like, why aren't you doing this? Why don't you come do that? Well, friends, we're going to get out of debt and then all of our money will be ours. And we don't have to feel guilty about anything. Oh my God, I love that. And so much of it really was changing those money mindsets, those limiting beliefs that I had, and a heck of a lot of money manifestation. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, so much. I mean, oh my so God, I love this. I absolutely love this. And I'm so glad that you're sharing that with uh, with everyone, with the world, because it, it truly, it, it's very needed. I just hate to think of people struggling with money the way I did or families struggling with money. Like if I can help people in their 20s manage their money when they have families later on down the road, those kids will not grow up the way that I did in scarcity and lack. And I'm just like, that's if as much discomfort that I had to go through, if I can stop that from happening to people later on. I'm here for that. I'm here for mm-hmm. that. Yeah, no, I love that. So would you say that your academy is what you're most proud of? Yes, that's that's my baby for sure. It's like, you know, it's just seeing a dream come to life. I mean, there, there are many things that I'm very proud of. And before I, I wasn't giving myself credit and I was like, oh, that's just like, you know, whatever. But now I try to celebrate all the wins, like no matter how big or small. So every day there's something that I'm definitely proud of or that I'm grateful for. But I think like the, uh, the biggest one that I've done myself personally, because like, you know, me and my husband, like, you know, we just, we just moved in into this beautiful apartment and I'm like super proud of us and all of that. But that's also, that's like joint, but the academy is like the one thing that I was like, I am going to make this happen. And this is going to be a reality. Uh, It was once a dream and now seeing it come to life, it's just like, it's the best feeling ever. So yeah, we're going to go with the academy for sure. If you ever need somebody to be proud of you for everything you've accomplished, let me know. I will tell you (laughs) because you should be proud of everything. There are so many people who come from circumstances that are so much better off than what you came from who are doing less. People who are not doing really anything. There are so many people who 
either stayed stuck in their circumstances, whether better or worse than yours, who are not doing anything. And you should be so freaking proud of where you have come from. Girl, oh my God, you should have your own like flag. And you're just like, I'm so awesome. And you just wave your flag all the time. You're like, I'm so cool. And should have your face on it and be like, I'm awesome. I should make those. I'm just going to start making flags. I'm going to make flags for people now. I bet I can Amazon that to every everyone, just like a flag that says you're awesome. You can totally do that. And you too, like, like to get yourself out of debt, that takes a lot of work. So 100%, you should also be very, very proud of you. And you know what? Even even like people who are, who are not doing anything, like I'm, I'm a big believer that your thoughts determine your reality. And if you're stuck in this like negative thought pattern and you keep telling yourself that you suck, that you're lazy, that you can't achieve that, that's what you're, go- that's what you're going to continue to attract. But the moment that you like literally change your, like your narrative and what you tell yourself and you, and you start to like raise your self-worth and believe in yourself, things will start to happen and you you will accomplish your goals we are walking self-fulfilling prophecies if you tell yourself that no one likes you and the world is against you you will find every single piece of evidence to prove those things true but when you decide that the world is for you and that you are worthy and you can do all these things, you will find the evidence for those things. And you might think that sounds too woo-woo or crazy or whatever. Try it for like a whole week, like seven days. Like you can't tell me it doesn't work if you don't try it for seven full days. So anybody listening, I challenge you to find the good in everything you can for seven days and then tell me that you don't feel better about your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. And it does take repetition. Like the only way to reprogram your subconscious mind, which is basically the, the part of your brain that runs your habits, uh, 95% of our day is run, run by our subconscious mind. So if subconsciously you believe that you're not worth it, you believe that you're lazy, you believe that money is hard to come by, and that's the story that you keep telling yourself, of course you're going you're gonna to attract that because again, that's your subconscious creating your reality. And the only way to reprogram those beliefs is by repetition. So, you know, just like, like you said, like seven days or even, and, and you're going to notice they start to feel better and then increase that to like at least two months because it takes about like 66 days to fully get it in, ingrained in your, in your brain where you actually believe it. So it does take a lot of repetition. <laughs> But it works. Yes, there is no quick fix for changing your life. There are occasionally massive life changes that will happen overnight, but generally it's going to take work and it's going to have to be something that you decide every single day. You have to decide every single day on some level that you're going to have a better day. You're going to do what you can. And even if it's not a great day, you're not going to let that bad day spiral into a bad week, a bad month, and then just repeat, well, I have a bad life. You don't have a bad life. You had a bad like 10 minutes in the middle of the day. So if you could go back to younger you, even though I'm not, I'm not sure if I want to go back, like really, really far younger you or just younger you, what's a piece of advice that you would probably give yourself? Oh my God, so many. <laughs> but I think the, um, the biggest one is like to stop being so hard on yourself. Uh, you know, you're your worst critic. Uh, you definitely don't need to starve yourself. <laughs> 
to be liked or to make a difference in the world or to find a partner or all of the things that I used to tell myself, you know, I need to lose weight so I can be successful, so I can be happy, so I can so I can find a partner. That's definitely all BS. Uh, and, you know, just like stop being so hard on yourself because we're definitely our worst critics. And if you had asked me what what I was proud of uh, many years ago, I would have probably said that. So it was definitely a lot of mindset shifts and, and inner work and a lot of change in my own beliefs that that led me to to where I am now so that's what I would say to my younger self oh my gosh I felt that when you just said a couple years ago you wouldn't have been proud of anything that that hit me in the face because yeah definitely not even even five years ago when I thought my life was really really put together and really good I didn't I still couldn't think of something that I could be tangibly proud of until really the last couple of years and friends who have been with me for like a long time, like decades of friends are now like when I'm like proud of something or I'm excited and I share something, they're like, oh, it's about time that you finally enjoy being happy for like what you've done. And I'm like, well, I don't really do anything. And they're like, you've been doing this for years. And I'm like, mm, I don't think I have, but I can like appreciate things that I'm proud of more now that apparently other people have thought this whole time. And I'm just like, no. <laughs> so it's, it's, I like to think that it's like growing up, but it's a lot of, it's a lot of work. I've definitely put in a lot of work in different coaching programs in hundreds of books. Hundred, like if you don't know where to start in like this whole mindset shift thing, Google it guys, just literally Google it, download a book. That's, a, that's mm -hmm. the best starting place. You don't have to drop everything that's happening in your life and like move to Bali and become a meditation expert. Like to have mindset and spiritual growth, you don't have to do that. You can start where you are and just read a book, listen to a video, write some affirmations because those little tiny steps will add up exponentially over time. Mm -hmm. Yes, totally. Love that. Then you know what? It's, it's so true. The first step is actually awareness. It's just knowing that I don't feel good where I'm currently at. What can I do to change it? And it all starts with you and with being aware that, hey, you know what? Something has to change because this sucks right now and I can't continue like this. And that was kind of like my aha moment, which was like, after the competition. And I was like, okay, this is not it. It wasn't like weight loss that was going to bring me happiness and confidence. So what is it? And that was kind of like my aha moment. And I think just, you know, just having that awareness and knowing that like, okay, this is not it, or this sucks. That's the best place where you can start. So instead of beating yourself up and saying, well, this sucks, I suck, there's nothing I can do. Just always know that yes, there is something that you can do every single day, every minute, literally you can, you can change and your whole reality will Will take a turn yes because if you can register what does suck in your life if you can pinpoint the things that you're actually upset about the things that aren't that don't feel good for you if those things don't feel good you just do the opposite of those things mm -hmm. you just you see what doesn't feel good and then you try other things and you just keep trying you don't try one thing i didn't try one thing to change my life i've tried hundreds and i have taken things that worked and I have expanded and I have tried things that just made everything worse and you just don't have to do that but you don't have to 
always exist in the, this sucks. Well, I can't do anything about it. If things suck, then you absolutely can do something about it. Yes, 100%. Totally. So we've made it to September of 2020, and I don't know how. I feel like Canada's doing so much better than the U.S. with uh, I, everything. Everything. Um, I'm so jealous. <laughs> <laughs> Living in the middle of a very red state in 2020, going into an election. It's rough to be me. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. So watching my country slightly deteriorate, you know, I'm just hoping to make it to the end of 2020. Like, I'm just, I just hope we make it to the end at this point. What are you most looking forward to for the rest of this year or that you're gearing up to launch going in next year? Just what are you looking forward to that's coming up? Oh my God. You know why? Like, obviously, none of us knew that we were going to be in this situation uh, for 2020. But I am actually very grateful for this year because it, it was uh, it was a year of growth. And I mean, obviously, like, I'm very lucky that I didn't go through COVID, like, knock on wood. Um, I haven't personally had it. None of my family members have gone through it. So nothing major has happened, which I'm very blessed for. Uh, and I see 2020 as a year of definitely growth and opportunities to to get to know myself, you know, just building that resilience and like every single day just getting a little stronger and stronger because we're, we're all basically stepping out of our comfort zone without wanting to, but that's where the growth happens. And what I'm really looking forward to is to, you know, just continue to show up as the best version of myself every single day so I can bring that positive energy to the world which is what we what we need the most there's a lot of things that we cannot control obviously we can't control the elections or COVID or anything that's happening outside of us but, but we can always control our energy our thoughts and how we respond and react to situations and it, it's a uh, you know I guess it's kind of like the domino effect so I just want to be like that domino that just lets other people do the same and, and really focus on their personal growth so we can all benefit collectively. Uh, in terms of business, uh, I am probably looking to launch a podcast actually next year in January. So looking forward to that. And other than that, I just want to, I'm looking forward to continue to grow my academy and and just like, yeah, see, see the progress and, and where it goes. I'm so excited for you to launch a podcast. Podcasting <laughs> is so much fun. Yes, I, I know. I love it. It's a lot of work too. So, so kudos to you. It's a lot of work. It is. I do all of I do all of my own editing. Wow. I I overly apologize to everyone that I had in the first ten episodes because ooh that editing is not good. But I switched computers in the middle of it so I don't even have the old raw audio so they are just doomed forever everyone since editing now is so much easier like you can do it I got probably edit this whole episode in like an hour and a half we just have to like do it enough times and pre-record any any of your ad space and then find a really awesome person on Instagram who will do your opening audio because we love that. That's probably like my, that's like my biggest tip is just like find somebody on Instagram who does sound design and have them make like a custom sound for you for free. And you just like talk about them all the time. So highly recommend. Mm -hmm. But podcasting is so exciting. 
and I cannot wait until you do. And depending on when I guess people listen to this, uh, that will be in the show notes as well. I will like update that later on down the road. In the show notes for this episode are gonna be your website, your Instagram, so that people can find you and work with you and get into this academy the next time it opens because you don't realize how important it is to have a small setting of like-minded people until you finally have it. If you've never Mm -hmm. had like-minded entrepreneurial groups in a small setting like this, if you've been doing just one-on-one coaching or working with huge coaches and like big big memberships, big academies, things like that. Like having that intimate connection with someone that she is providing is freaking invaluable. I cannot stress that enough. Having a low key inviting membership is invaluable. So y'all are going to want to get on the wait list, get in for that. And I just love to have my guests close out with some final takeaway fun messages. What do you got for us to close it out? Oh my God. First of all, thank you. Thank you so much again. And fun messages. Oh my God. Just get out of your own way. We are again, our hardest critics. We get stuck in our head telling ourselves these stories let's not use the word excuses but these are just stories that we keep repeating as to why we can't have what we want to have and i highly encourage you and invite you to change that thought change that belief remember that you cannot control what's outside of you but you can always control your thoughts and how you respond to situations and the only way to control your thoughts is by tuning into your feelings so use your feelings as as feedback, if you feel, you know, stuck, if you feel down, whatever feeling you're experiencing, use that as feedback and as an opportunity to like trace it back to your thoughts. Okay, like what, what's going on? Like, what are the thoughts that I'm having? Why am I so stressed? Why am I so worried? And slowly start to change your thoughts. And I promise that that your whole reality will change. I love that so much. Thank you so much for taking the time to hang out with me today. Oh my God, thank you. This was so much fun. Thank you again. 